dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Nick, we were unceremoniously off last week. Yeah. But we had a lot of content, so that did not hurt us at all. First time ever. Uh, yeah, no shit. Um, we're going to change our stuff a little bit here. So you're going to hit us with something in the beginning and the end. Yeah. So as always, guys, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, so, David, what are you drinking so I am partially sponsored tonight. I have three drinks. Okay. One is from Dewclaw Brewing Company from the great Michael Benson, a.k.a. the Eye Candy. Um, it's a the Pastriarchy, the Irish Cream Dessert Stout, which is fucking delicious. And then after that, I have a Vanilla Java Porter from Atwater and a CEO Stout from Right Brain. Nice. Nick, what you got? I have an 8694 White Grape Hazy IPA. From Mobcraft, um, still part of my Advent calendar, 24 days of cheer. Um, and this is also in collaboration with Pipeworks Brewing. Um, and I then have a Mobcraft IPA, India Pale Ale, just plain and simple. I haven't had just a pale ale because everybody keeps screwing with things. Um, but we're, you know, we're an investing podcast. So invest in Mobcraft, own the beer you drink, learn about investing. And so you can go to mobcraft.com slash invest. So I'll give them a shout out because they're going to invest in us. Um, so really excited about that. The first time since before the cruise. Yeah. Mr. Michael, what are you drinking? Actually having some money is kind of a mod on one of the things you're <laughs> drinking. And it is a hazelnut variety of the vanilla Java Porter from Atwater. Nice. There you go. And then after that, it's going to be. It's called Mule de Palm. It is a pomegranate ginger and lime hard cider from Blake's. Sounds great. The best craft cider out there from Blake. We are so excited about tonight. We are. This is one of our all-time favorite guests. Say, I, I'm missing my best friends in town, and I'm missing time with him to be here for this episode. You were really excited yeah. when, when I reached out to Adam and I'm like, hey, can we have you back on? And immediately he was like, yeah, let's yeah. do it. So we have Adam Keller joining us once again. He has the tent guy on YouTube yep, and real world side hustles on TikTok. And he has a whole bunch of new stuff and we wanted to talk to him about all of it. Adam, how you doing? What you drinking? I'm doing good. Thanks, guys. Um, That pastry drink you got in the middle, like right yes, in the middle of the screen, that looked really dark. That looked gross. It's very, very dark <laughs> and very, very delicious. I, I drink do, mostly dark beers. I can't do it. Very bad smelling farts. You know, <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, we don't worry oh. about those things. <laughs> you're, right. you're a couple states so, away. I think we'll be all right. <laughs> I'm drinking something weird. So I'm divorced, but I picked this up on my honeymoon. It's a Jamaican ginger wine oh, uh, wow. over two years ago. So it's been sitting in the fridge for two years. So nice. I figure today's... Nicely aged. Thanks, Find, thanks. Uh, you know, get it, get it out of there so I can stop looking at it. Get it in my belly. <laughs> Same, bro. It's okay. a good place for it. It's like a, you know, we're celebrating his divorce with him here. Here we go. Cheers to you, buddy. Cheers, guys. <laughs> so, thanks for coming back on. Um, uh, you know, 
Oh, that's so, gross. That is so gross. <laughs> oh, Shout out to them. Say, no well, that helped that it's no. two years and something like that. I can't imagine that's a wine that's expected to age. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll you want to go it. grab something else? You're more than welcome. No, I'll finish it. I'm good. Power through. That's the man. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. So, um, all right. Real world side hustles. That's how we we follow you mostly is TikTok. Um, you know, you're all over the place. You're showing people everything. I mean, how to start, you know, a tent business, a rental company business. Um, you look at it as hey, you're in logistics. I really, I really like your outlook and how that goes. Um, but so tell us what's new. Um, because we know you have some new things out. So tell us a little bit about it. I guess what's new, and if you if anyone knows me, I don't like promoting that much. I like force myself to. Yeah, um we're gonna force you to tonight. Yeah. So like I made a course for my party rental company because I figured, hey, it's about time. I'm getting inundated with, you know, messages everywhere that I can't keep up. So it's like, all right, let's funnel this down. We're going to just talk to the people who really, really want to learn. So doing the course, and that's been great. And then I started writing a book, actually. 101 Real World Side Hustles. Um, All real things that people can actually do. And uh, I put that up, and people have been buying it. Just I think right now it's mostly people who support my channel. I don't think any random people found it yet, but... um, uh, those are those are the two main things. Oh shit! I bu- we bought a venue. I bought a venue. We're remodeling that. I'm buying some land from a friend who um our our friend who was in our grade. He passed away many years ago. His like gravestone benches there, and this guy's selling the land. I'm like, well, you can't sell the land like that. So he's giving us a deal because we're gonna keep the gravestone up and let family visit and whatnot. That's awesome. That's good. So. Oh. I, I want to know about this book because I, I saw, I believe it was a TikTok and you're like, hey, if you follow me on TikTok, there's nothing new in the book, so you don't need to buy it. But, and again, you said you're a horrible salesman for yourself. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's fantastic. You you wrote a book and it has, you know, useful information for people. Hey, if you want to go make some extra money, here you go. Yeah. So it's, um, it's got 101 different ideas in it. So you can't flesh out too many ideas. So it's got like a format for everything, like what it is, how much it starts to cost up, what do you need? How do you scale various things like that? And then a bunch of like resources for each one, because I can't, each one of these can be like half a book anyways. So it's just to give people ideas, because as you know, if you're on TikTok, and you're the algorithm shows you the business stuff, you start getting scammed, like, buy this for seven dollars or go to etsy and click on this and go to this drop shipper and do that whatever this it's all like just weird stuff that people should be wasting their time with but there's real there's real stuff in the world that people can do and some of it doesn't cost that much to start up some of the side hustles in there cost a few thousand or more but some of them are just like anyone can make money um they they just didn't know that they could sure i say i seen the the one today uh guy goes to the junkyard and pulls out specific parts all that i was like hmm no wonder why five hours pulling parts out and he added up all the you know those parts were worth yeah and the the comments in that video are insane to me because people are like yeah well it's sold and it's like i i have to understand that there's people who don't understand things like ebay will tell you if something's sold you just have to hit a button and it'll tell you like, hey, 500 of these sold in the past month. And this is how much they sold for. So like yeah. when people are selling on eBay, they're not just like 
putting things up and wishing that it sells. Most people are going to buy something to resell because they know. Right. Um, so how much does it cost your book? 18 something for the um, paperback and then the ebook version is less. Okay. It's on Amazon, just 101 real world side hustles. So I'm going to ask this because this is the type of guy I am. Somebody reaches out to you and they go, Adam, I really want your book, but I want it signed to me. I'll have to figure that one out. You you need to figure that one out because I would buy a book, but I want it signed. Because it's print on demand. Um, so, so that yeah. means I have to send it to you and then you have to send it to me and I'll pay I'll, for shipping twice, but I don't give a shit. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to make a couple books out to uh, some bucks and bruise guys. Yeah. Um, now your e-course. Um, I just sent, so I got up, I got up because I had to get my phone because my, my buddy's looking, he wants to get his son into real estate and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, his son's not really taken to it too much. And, you know, but he he wants to work in your buddy's how old? My buddy's a little older than me. So he's, I think, between us. Yeah. Okay. And and the son is 19 now. Okay. So Um, a good age to start. Yeah. Right. And he's, he's out of high school. He's getting ready for the business. And I'm like, look. We have Adam coming out. Like, this is a great business for like, and he has a dad that's supportive, right? Doesn't want him to have like a real job. Um, and so I was like, go start this business. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can start with tables and chairs from what we learned from the last episode. Absolutely. So, but now you started a you started an e-course, right? And mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not too much cost. I guess can you tell us a little bit more about the e-course? Tell us what it costs, tell us what who, what, when, where, why, how. I mean, we want to know all this little details. All right. So I was kind of anti-courses because I know a lot of the courses out there, people buy them and then they're not happy with them. They're just a bunch of filler and a bunch of junk. So I was very trepidatious to make one, but uh, I figured, all right, I'm going to attempt it. So I put it on pre-sale just to see if anyone would buy it even before I wasted my time. So then people were buying it and I'm like, okay, I got to make this good. And so I spent a lot of time with a GoPro and good microphones. My, my course ended up being 30 and a half hours long. And it literally goes over everything. I, I know it's about the tent business. So I could have just stuck to tents. But you know, I, I give a basic understanding of marketing website, uh, insurances, all those kind of things for this business in particular. And it tells you how to set up every size tent, like there's a video for that. It tells you all about the chairs, um, all the tips and tricks. The most important thing about the course is if you spend the 389 that it is, you're gonna save at least fifty thousand to three hundred thousand dollars in mistakes. I, I've totaled up my mistakes that I've told people in the course, and one of them was a like two hundred fifty thousand dollar mistake because I didn't know being an S corp was gonna save me on self employment taxes. So for fifteen years, I'm not an S corp. I'm a DBA paying 15% of my profits to the government and then my normal tax rate. And then all the other things like tip and tips and tricks and efficiency and stuff saves another 50 to a hundred thousand dollars and whatever. So basically like my selling point on the course is if you spend 389 and you start a party rental business, I'm going to save you hundreds of thousands of dollars in mistakes <laughs> that you don't know that you don't know. Sure. And then uh, we got a Facebook group. So once a month we all meet and talk and, I kind of thought the Facebook groups were going to go like for half an hour or whatever. I was on one the other night for four hours and it's all cool. It's, you know, everyone's asking questions, everyone's contributing. And then there's a one-on-one call too. And usually I like the people that like at least be halfway done with the course before they do a one-on-one call. But like some people book the one-on-one call like immediately. And I'm like, well, you don't even know what to ask yet. You don't know anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a Facebook group. 
sorry, and then you have you have one on ones. Yeah. Okay. And that that's all included with the three or four hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, and I'm I keep adding to it. I'm gonna make another course about restroom trailers. Yeah. And that's gonna be like a cheaper course, but that restroom trailer course is going to be put into the original course. So anyone who buys the original course is gonna get all future content too. And I keep adding to it. Like people have questions. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize, you know. I don't know how people think, so like I'm adding videos to it yep. to like help explain things. Okay, and then it's going to be cheaper to get in now versus later, right? Yeah, I'm doing this weird 30 podcast in 30 days. Like, like I said, you guys aren't included. Some company got me this thing, so like during that period of time, it's lower at 389. It's normally 450. Okay, I'm going to ask this. Ask it. Are we your favorite podcast? Yeah, I was on your guys' podcast for a long time. I remember, I remember you guys. I remember information. I remember, you know, obviously the break room. I remember you got like 30, 40 rentals. Some of you own, some of you um, manage. Like, how's all that going? Uh, I lost my management thing back in October, so I no okay. longer manage 450. But yeah, I still own my. But you have yours. I what actually did you just do. It's it, dude. I got here. David wanted to meet at five, and I was like, yeah, that's a great want, but. uh you know, I'll, I'll no, I said there. I would be here at five to prep. Yeah. And so I come showing up here prepping at 540 because I just wouldn't put a deposit on another house that I'm buying. Really? <laughs> Tell Mike where the house is. In Grand Rapids, right behind the mitten. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I you should rent that. That should just be a place for us to crash after we drink mitten. <laughs> I mean, we could do that because God enough. knows we we drink a lot when we're there. Um, but yeah, so I, I and so well, since they kick us out because they need to let other people in. Yeah, since I, so we got kicked out. That was fun. Um, since October, I bought kicked out. That was awful. Uh, five five more houses. Jesus. Um. Yeah. Just you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, I started taking my. It's not that I didn't take my business serious. It's like I, I started saying, "Hey, look, I've now gone twice back into a career aspect of things. Like, don't make the same mistake, right? Like." understand that I can do this on my own. I don't need to have a, a nine to five aspect. Like I don't need the the paycheck, right? Did you feel uh, valued by your company? Um, Either of them, like Gentex or this, the one after that? The one after that, I mean- For a while. I'd say for like the couple seconds and then, right, I got used and abused after that type of right. thing. But um, it doesn't take much to make me feel valued. We all know that, right? I don't um, know. Did you feel valued when you came into break room on, on Saturday? Yeah, so you ended up with two printers and a fucking guitar. How was that guitar? <laughs> it was it was fun. It didn't it didn't it was plastic and it didn't break the way I wanted. It. Like I'm gonna build my own guitar and bring it in. Okay, it's gonna be balsa wood and it's just gonna like shatter like outward. Do you want kind of like the, the Jeff Jarrett hitting? Yeah, he wants the Jeff Jarrett busting over the head guitar. I do. Right, that's plain and simple. So, um, but yeah, really, I mean, I'm. I'm just really focused on my business. Um, and we're also trying to focus on this podcast. I mean, David and I, we are, you know, we, we spend our free time just, Hey, let's like, let's grow this thing. Let's do this. Let's, let's take it more serious. Um, how much money will we made off this? Like a dollar 50 maybe. Right. And a six pack. Right. Yeah. How do people monetize podcasts? I I have no idea. Uh, like obviously there's the ads, but like no ooh, podcasts gotta be hard to monetize. They, they really are. Yeah. And, and you got to get to viewership and stuff and, we're learning that right now. Um, you know, we got interviewed by a podcast person who interviews podcast people. That was like, what, a month ago, maybe? Yeah. Oh, I know From... who that is. They tried to sell you at the end of it, right? No. 
No, really, okay. he didn't. He just wanted to talk to us, and he's like, "Hey, we run a service. Check it out." Yeah, I mean, and that was it. He didn't really. Yeah, you know, it was just like, "Hey, we have podcast people that talk to podcast," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, kind of sounded like it, it was people a, will want to buy their memorabilia. Well, it was kind of more about the the same way you tried to just sell us, uh, um, you know, an ebook. I'm right. not trying to sell if anyone if, if you want it, it cool like yeah, awesome and so this guy was it. like okay. you know your facebook group yeah we have a facebook group it goes but that's kind of all this guy really he's just like but come to find out i mean podcast 50 percent of them fail after seven episodes mm-hmm. okay we didn't have any idea before we talked to this guy we've done now like i think you're like number 250 mm-hmm. big balloons big you're, everything. you're way over i know like 130 oh okay but I love that you said 250. I have no idea, right? But like, I just knew that like we didn't. Why do you have no idea? Because I'm not the tech guy, right? I do all the uploads. Mike's the eye candy. I'm just the voice, right? <laughs> so, yeah, um, she's like uh, your your Casey Kasem top 40 hits guy, right? I I think the biggest not to get off on a tangent because that's what we do. Yeah, I think the biggest complaint we have is we get off on tangents too much. <laughs> I mean, we did a baseball episode. It was three hours and ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. I think it's it phenomenal. It, we had a lot of fun. People listening to it will have fun maybe for 20 minutes. Right. Maybe they won't. I don't really honestly care. So, Adam, you started out with how many? You, so you have one course and then you just keep adding different things to the same course? I will be. So, like, I can't really film stuff until the summer begins because restroom trailers aren't going out and, you know, like like that kind of stuff. So, there's the main course. And then I'm going to have, like, my restroom trailer course is going to be, like, $75 or something. Okay. I'm going to do one about Jelly Ball Nerf Wars, $75. But they are also just going to be put into the main course. So someone can come along and just buy the restroom trailer one. Sure. Um, And everyone who's already bought the party rental one will, all those videos will be put in there. Okay. Yeah. So someone um, can buy the whole thing and have everything or just buy individual. <laughs> I mean, and we'll plug it and we'll let you plug it. So where do I, because I'm interested. I mean, it's only 400 bucks. So I'm interested in buying this because I really think I'm just going to buy a bunch of tables and chairs and just start renting those stupid things. I don't want to do tents at this moment because it sounds like effort and work. Yeah, tents are effort and work. T- tables and chairs. If, if you set it up in a trailer, you, you know, you use your trailer as your storage and your delivery vehicle and you just roll up to the place, push them in and out. Um, it's a little harder because like most of the time tables and chairs are going to be going with tents. So you have to like work harder in getting venues and barns and other places that are indoors to like, you know, start giving your name out. But, uh, I mean, every week we're doing tons of just tables and chairs, which I personally hate because then they get locked up in a garage kind of, uh, and we, we come back just random times during nine to five to grab them. Um, I prefer them to be under my tent, but I mean, yeah, tables and there's a lot of companies who only do tables and chairs. So, you know what I saw that I thought was fascinating? Adam has an Etsy. Do you really? On his Etsy, he has the photo booth blueprints. So you can. No, no, that's not me. That's my friend. Oh, I'm sorry. That's his friend. Okay, go ahead. My friend uh, makes photo booths himself instead of buying one for a thousand dollars. Yeah, you can buy some cardboard, and he's got the plans—not cardboard, I'm sorry, plywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got the plans to bring it to a CNC guy and uh, just cut it all out perfectly, and then he tells you iPad or this kind of camera and this, and you build up 
you build an entire photo booth for like $200, $300 instead of sp spending a thousand dollars on it. And he's also got plans for, uh, you know, the big light up letters at weddings and stuff. Yeah. Like four feet tall. He's got plans for that too. So I link to him because I make a lot of money, money of them. Off okay. Of so your Etsy has forms and such. For yeah. Your... My Etsy has my contract, my contract because everyone wants, was always asking for my contract. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I paid a lawyer for this thing. Like, I'm not just going to give it to you for free. I'll give it to you for 10 bucks. So right. I, I threw it on my Etsy for 10 bucks so people can get contract the contract. And then there's rental kind of like site visit kind of just like a whole bunch of stuff. Sure. I don't know if you know this, but you should ask Nick about his first ever rental contract. Oh, buddy. Was it uh, on a napkin? Uh, I mean, I would do it was a little better. Give me some credit, okay? It was on um, a it was on spiral a, notebook. It was on a spiral notebook lined piece of paper, okay? Um, and it, it read as a bill of sale. I, Nick, rent this house for this amount of money signed, right? It... it that, <laughs> Like, did it come back to like, get you at all or anything? Or uh, no, I got. It was funny. I kind of got lucky. I, yeah, I did. I met a mentor, um, like you know, six months in, and he he laughed at me and he said, "Let me know when this blows up in your face, and good luck with it." And like, just like, dude, you're, you're really screwed. Um, hope, you know, and he, he's pretty much just like, "Hey, when when this happens, just try everything to get them out." And the lady came to me at like month nine. She didn't even make it a year in this place. And she's like, "Hey, we just can't afford it anymore." Because I didn't run any background checks. Any, like, I didn't. I didn't know this three times income. I didn't know shit. Right? You told me you could pay it. I said, "Okay, like, let's roll." And uh, yeah, so like nine months, she's like, "Yep, we're just gonna move out." And I was like, uh, "Shit, okay." So I go back to my wife, and I was like, "Hey, we have a tenant moving out. Do you want to move back home? Because I'd bought a duplex at the time, or do you want to stay in this duplex and?" I'll try to rent this now that I have a lease and like, we'll get more money. And she's like, no, let's move back home. She's tired of living in two bedrooms, one bathroom. She wanted five bedrooms and two bathrooms. <laughs> um, so yeah. And uh, like, I, I knew I screwed up. Um, I knew I screwed up because, you know, when I bought my duplex, it was, I got, I got their lease and it was like five, five pages. And I was like, yeah, it's so weird that these people have this shit. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> I had no idea. Right? Honestly, the minute I saw Adam with the Etsy and he had all these contracts on there, I'm like, yeah. oh boy, Nick had no fucking clue. Dude, I, dude. Well, yeah, the well, funny part is like, and like he, you never really like ever rented like an apartment or anything. Because if you've ever nope. rented an apartment, you would have known that yeah, it's usually a three to five page thing yeah. with. And and credit checks were a thing, and yeah. checking people's income was a thing, and getting photo IDs of people like is a thing. Uh, you know, taking certified funds. <laughs> you know, like right. I've learned so much. And, yeah. and I mean, I, a, that's I, always the fun one. Where they're like, we need a certified check or a cashier's check or something like that. Would be know the money is there. Yeah. Well, and I tell you, Adam, like one of the things I you know, you learned a lot, and I, I don't have a everybody tells me to make a course because i mean I'm, I'm a very good speaker um because i can do this i love this and uh but i don't I, I don't have the brains to put things on paper right david would have to like he'd get so bored with all my grammar problems for you yeah um right. but i say that's our boy yeah say my buddy's online so um hi jeremiah but we're uh we're at this point where 
you know, I, I sent somebody because I learned that you got to get a photo ID. So I tell the person, I was like, hey, I need a copy of your front and back of your driver's license. And I get this photo and they have a they have a Porsche and uh, the, the Cheyenne or whatever it is, Cheyenne, yeah. and uh, like just covered their whole like shift area and like their floor. You could just see dog hair and shit. Like, this is so dirty. And I was like, man, you know, all right, cool. Like, you, you didn't tell me you had a dog. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm just like, huh. And yeah, I ended up finding getting a better qualified tenant. That's what I have to to say is I was like, so people will send you stuff and they won't even look, you know, on the around part and stuff like that. So well, the thing right. I love about Adam is he, he sits there and he goes, okay, people want this information. Yeah. It costs me something. So I'll give it to you for like a 10th of whatever that is. A 10th, 10 bucks. How much does that contract cost you for a lawyer? I, uh this was many years ago it's like seven eight hundred bucks yeah so i'm about a tenth right yeah <laughs> yeah ten dollars for seven to eight hundred bucks you're at like a hundred seventy yeah <laughs> you're talking about like yeah like two percent but still yeah okay, still. all he has to do at that Fuck point you. is sell 50 of them he's made back or whatever you guys ever watch this guy um teddy on tiktok where at the end of every video he goes you can't make money without being a will that be a pussy, pussy? yes yeah. Um, so it took I've not me, seen that. You it, need to share that. He's he's a real estate guy. It yeah. took me it took me about I don't know ten videos to finally follow him because he came off as very arrogant quite a long, and that's just not who oh, yeah. I am. And honestly, some of the first videos that he had just sounded really shitty. Um, you know, like he didn't like he was making a lot of things up, and then he actually hit one where he was like this, this, and I was like, all right, there's some real life to this guy. He's actually. He might actually be doing some stuff. Whether he's doing everything he says he is, I don't know. Yeah, because he never shows anything he's doing. Right. But the thing that I took from him, I, I mean, I watch him just because he's like, he is arrogant and whatever, yeah. um, but he's kind of funny. So, but the thing I took from him was, you know, when you get a rental contract made up for a house, the lawyer is always kind of looking out for you and them. But yeah. no, he should only be looking out for you. You're the client, you're his, you're paying him. So like Teddy goes through and like crosses things off. Like, um, he's basically i'm just supposed to provide you with a safe clean working place i don't have to provide you with neighbors who don't play music after 10 that's not my fucking problem yep. kind of thing like so he'll cross out some some things yep and uh and that's yeah you know he'll he'll give some good some good tips like that you just have to get through some of his little bullshit along the way right yeah um, i mean i would believe him more what he does if he showed his work i mean if he's doing so much work all over the place like show it Right. It's always just him. Yeah. And you know, um, yeah, there's another guy who doesn't that bother you? Nah, I well, mean, the, no. I do great. I do all these great things, but I'm not gonna show you any of it. Yeah. That doesn't bother you? Nah. Because I mean, other, other people's business never bothered me, right? Because like I am very focused on my business and what I'm doing. And... Yeah, but again, if if you're successful, why not show the receipts for the fact that you are successful? Because, like, I mean, I, I'm not going to show you my buildings or how, you know, I, and a lot of us show, like, the move-outs, right? Like, I'll post pictures of, like, hey, this is how they trashed it, but I'm not going to show you who they are if I... I'm not asking you to show me who they are. Yeah. I'm asking you to say, hey, I bought this place. Yeah. You you did this. You bought a place in Wyoming. Mm -hmm. It looked like this. Yeah. And then you turn it into you always, this. You always do it before and after of your flips. Right, let's not call them flips, boys. I end up holding everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> he kind of does. Well, he, that flip in Wyoming, you didn't your contractor move into? Yep. 
Yeah. So the one recently that you did truly flip, you had it before, and you, even the ones you buy and you have to repair before you rent them, you still show the. Yep. This is what it looked like. This is what it looks like now that I'm ready to rent it. Yep. People oh, want to see that. Talking about. Yeah. No, and I, I get it. It's just. But I mean, and you, um, you've said it yourself. I mean, when you had your mentor, your mentor, without giving away a lot of his secrets, told you some key things. Oh gosh. Yes. And you kind of do that by talking about them on these shows. Yep. Um. So. Now. We, I want to get back to your e-course because I'm going to buy it, even if I don't start a damn business. Um, what? So tell me the opening part of it. What? How does it open up? The opening says, hey, this is a hard business. No shit. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not so going to lie. Honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100% honest. But it opens up with that. And then my first like three videos are kind of introductory. But my last introductory video is like, you need to do this immediately like even before you go on with it, don't wait till the end of the course, do this now. You need to come up with a name, make sure that it's, you know, not taken, make your Facebook page, make your social media, make your Google, my business listing, because Google, my business listing is the free one. And the sooner you're on it, the sooner you'll be in the top ones when people search. Uh, so you meet, that's what I tell people immediately to do. And, and then let's get into the, what the company is. So even if you're not at the end of the course, you're just like, all right, I'm not going to do it. Whatever. All those things were free. Um, so that that's how it starts. Sure. I'm going to say this. So Adam's hitting on this right on the fucking head. You want to secure everything, really, before you license your business, mm -hmm. before you set your LLC. So like Breakroom Therapy, for example, Dawn had the website. She had the name. She had everything before she registered as an llc mm -hmm. because if you do it backwards and you register that llc somebody can take it somebody's going to grab that website and you're not going to have breakroomtherapy.com right you're going to have to figure out other shit because somebody's squatted on everything you want sure yeah some well, guy in my course down in texas um he didn't follow that a month later he started like doing everything and then he comes to find out that there's a company one hour away from him that has almost the same exact name that he was going to go with yep oh. and and you know it, it's it's great to learn that but i guess because i am who i am i need like i'm not going to fight you you have this course you're you're saying it right but i to me in the real estate world just just fucking go do it right just like stop like don't worry about don't worry about your name don't worry about what you oh i want nick buys houses blah blah, blah. like you just go buy a fucking house and then worry about everything on the back end because you know my llc right we'll say it on, it's nick watkins llc right i'm on the phone right. somebody made my llc for me like what do you want it to be and i was like nick watkins llc right like way out of the box thinking right. there i was like you know to me it wasn't the branding thing it was, you know no, i don't doing... care about i don't care about branding my thing is still just yeah. go do it yeah like yeah. you do these things now you're out there family members yep. are going to be like hey party rental company they're going to share your facebook page and all that it's not sure. so much as securing the name um the 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 google my business part is the most important part I'll, of that is just so that you're there as soon as possible so you can start raising up but so how, how long do you uh tell people that this should take a day the course nope oh that yeah, oh i can i can do all that in an hour i do that all the time there you go so right i mean if you're spending longer than two hours figuring out a name and getting a website and getting your 
Google My Business page. Just stick to something and go with it, right? Well, again, so Dawn came up with her business name yep. in about 10 seconds. And we picked around eight or nine different names. And yeah. she just kept coming back to break room therapy. Yeah. You and I, we sat there and we're like, all right, we're talking about money. We're drinking beer. What do we want to do? And I, I gave you like five or six names. Yeah. And we just kept coming back to Bucks and Brews. Yeah. Because we're talking about money. And we're drinking, and beer. We're drinking beer. And we like the alliteration. Um, yeah, a lot of people get hung up on names. A lot of people. And that's, that's the only reason because I... I, mean, I feel like you know, I, I talk to a lot of these landlord people and they're like, oh, check out my and they get so excited about what their their LLC is, you know, and oh, we're DreamWorks LLC. And I'm like, that's great. Like, what do you have inside your LLC? Right. That's what I care about. <laughs> but right. so speaking of like, because we're talking about rentals quite a bit, you recently purchased a new rental, correct? Yeah. So we bought a venue. Which I see, I saw this property on Craigslist maybe a year before we bought it, and I was kind of looking at it. I'm like, I don't know about this, and then it just kind of came up on a realtor thing, and I'm looking at it more. Now they've got more pictures because the realtor's involved. I'm like, hey, this could this could be something. So we go to look at it, and it's it's gutted. It's completely gutted. Whoever bought it beforehand completely gutted it because they were going to redo it and turn it in art studio. So I'm seeing that as a plus. It's gutted already. Yep. We don't have to deal with that. That's great. And I'm just trying to imagine what this could be. It's kind of in a rustic kind of area um, right at the base of the Adirondack Mountains. And within 10 minutes of being there, I'm like, all right, we're going to buy it. So it's a 30 by 90 building with a 20 by 40 attachment to it. So we're turning it into a wedding venue. We took down a 150-year-old barn so we could get the siding from it. That's going to be the inside walls of the barn. The outside is going to be uh, rough-cut lumber, board and batten kind of thing. And then we're putting a 40 by 80 tent with a floor attached to it. So the, in, the, the main structure is going to be the bar, cocktail area. You know when you go to a wedding and then the bride and groom leave for an hour and a half and yep. taking pictures? So it's that. It's during then. Uh, we got a bridal suite, bathrooms, all that. And then so it's we're selling it like rustic, but also blank slate because we got like 15 barn venues around us and it's yep. they're all it's just rustic. Like if that's what you want, that's great. But if you want to be able to put your colors in there too, that's what the tent is for. The tent you can make rustic if you want with burlap and rustic decorations, but you could also have your hot neon pink wedding in there and then in the bar cocktail area is rustic. Sure. Um and what's that going to generate for you, income wise? We're doing three thousand dollars on a Saturday. No, thirty five hundred on a Saturday. Three thousand on Friday and Sunday. And then if you rent it for the whole weekend, which actually I would prefer, because then you're going to deal with that many people. It's like seventy five hundred. Okay. So, um, yeah. And say, I guess, do you mind sharing what you paid for it? Seventy five thousand. It's like paid. It's it's paid for. And oh, you paid cash. Yeah. Okay, and then. Because I follow you, um, you actually are, you didn't buy. Tell me about your next deal that you can't buy because you spent all your cash. Yeah, so that is a barn. <laughs> we delivered tables and chairs to someone, a barn venue. And they just mentioned, like, you know, they don't do it that much. They're actually thinking about moving. And I was like, hey, if you're ever moving, uh, get a hold of us before you get a hold of the realtor. Let's see what we can work out. So randomly they did and we go over and we kind of came up with a deal. 
like, hey, we can't buy this right now. I just refinanced my house for a divorce. Our other partner just re just refinanced his house to remodel. We got a half a million dollar building here. We just spent all our money here. Like, you know, how about we rent it from you for the summer? You know, 2000 month rent plus 10% of our weddings that we do there. And then at the end of the year, we will then attempt to buy it. Okay. So that was going to go down, but unfortunately that fell through. I didn't say anything on TikTok about it because it was kind of embarrassing that it fell through. Oh, the dude. reason it fell through was because his lawyer started getting really kind of crazy. Not crazy. They wanted personal guarantees, fine. So, which is fine. But um, if if we couldn't come up with the money at the end of the season to get in contract, they could come after our half million dollar Airbnb, my warehouse. They could come after everything. And I was just a little nervous because it was already getting late in the, in, it's already late in the year. And how many weddings are we going to get booked in that place? And sure. I, I just wasn't feeling fully confident about it. And what was the purchase price? Sorry. It was going to be 375 Okay. But you look at that, not as the house, because the house was kind of not that great. You look at that as the barn. Like there's one near me. She won't sell her barn for $2 million because they make that in two years. Holy shit. So 375 wasn't that crazy. Um you could find but, the money. Yeah. That's, I mean, you know me. Right. So but, I'm always willing to invest. So what we're gonna do is I I think the market I think he was coming at it more from an income perspective, but when he goes to list it with a realtor, the realtor's gonna be like coming at it from a house perspective sure that has a barn there so when they go to market when they go to list it i think it's going to be closer to 225 250 oh okay uh, so then we'll jump on it then sure and honestly you'd be able to 20 percent down conventional loan that thing you just refied your house so yeah you'll have the income um no that'd be, that'd yeah. be great the lawyer was coming at it from a commercial perspective so we were gonna have to get a commercial loan and i don't know if you've gotten commercial property loans before yeah, they're a little they're a little more difficult and just a little more and like the terms they're yeah i i personally find they're a pain in the ass i mean yeah. so I, I like honestly i do what you do i try to lay in contract because right i i cut the bull crap out of it and just say look i'm a i'm an honest person i'm not gonna sit here and do this so right you know um i'm gonna buy i'm gonna buy a 12 unit and they're like well we have to do a ground sample and i'm like this thing was built in 1920 it's been a fucking rental deal. Like you think there was a gas station back in 1919. There wasn't even right. cars back then. Like it just pisses me off how stupid these banks are. Like, yeah, you know, all of a sudden there was a nuclear power plant that just sat right here. You know, none of that came out 40 years fucking later. Dumbass. I, I, I literally banks hate me because I think they're stupid because they come up with the stupidest because things. they are right. They I'm, are. Um, I, I asked my bank last time we were getting a loan. I was like, is there any way you can just save all this or just put in your file that I'm fine? Because I've gotten so many loans through you. Like, why do we have to go through this every single time? Like, you know who I am. You, yep. you see the bank accounts. Come on. Yep. Like, no, we got to do this every time. Um, And uh, no, so I'm sorry that fell through. Sorry to bring it up now. Way to go, me. Oh, no, it's okay. It's great <laughs> yeah. because something better has come up for me. Oh, dude. that's Well, let's hear it. Yeah, it, well, absolutely. So my friend who was in our grade he passed away a long time ago yep. um his his friend or not his friend his cousin had some land on this big it's called west cannon creek creek but it's a big creek it's big 
people go tubing down it. It's like a fun place. So he's got this land on it, and that's where his like gravestone, it's a bench is. Well, we've been going there for years. We go there without that cousin. Yep. Um, I take my employees rafting once a year down down it, and we get off on his land. And it's a nice piece of property, and it overlooks a waterfall on the other side. There's that's oh, the only shit. place. That's the only place on the creek slash river that has a waterfall. So he he is selling it. He should have got a hold of me first. He didn't think about it until after he talked to the realtor. Yeah. So he was already under contract, but I got it for a discount because basically, you know, if we have it, then everyone in the family still gets to go back and visit yeah. that grave bench. Um, so it's just raw land, but he's put a lot of work into it and he's already got the, you know, the electric company's uh, paperwork and where we can put the septic and how big of a septic and stuff. So for the first few years, it's going to be slow. It's we're going to allow camping on there. We're going to put the power down there to allow RV camping and then, you know, build a, build a house and Airbnb it. Yeah. I mean, um, well, when you need your first guest, let David and I know, we'll just make a weekend trip and, uh, come hang out with you. Um, I don't tube. They could, they could Airbnb it. I'll come camp. There you go. I say, I don't, I don't tube, but I will with you. I mean, dude, we will. Yeah, I've got plenty of gear. You, you, would you guys to, know what we tube, have, tubing is. Share we're, we're in Michigan. We're the Great Lakes state. Of course we know what tubing is, yes. okay? You just yeah, sit in do. a tube and drink. Well, no, I mean, you try to sit in the tube. I, I mean, seriously. Right? Like, anything we that's do why, That's why drinking. I canoeing better. You have more space for your beer. Right. <laughs> Mike's got it figured out here. Right. You get you, one of those tubes with the cooler in it. With the cooler in it, yeah. yes. Yep. But sure, you have one tied to you that has the cooler. Yeah. I, I will say there might be somebody on this episode that has a pool and we have all these things that you can stick beer in and it just floats around the pool. <laughs> I have like unicorns. That and will be part of the pool that and shit. Somebody else in the podcast will put at the house that in the yeah. at the house that his mom currently lives in. It, I'm really that's something that's coming in yeah. the future. Um, Adam, who who hosts your e course? It's called Kajabi. Okay. Um, so it's all in one kind of thing. Like I pay 200 bucks a month for it to be on there, and they don't take any commissions. I know some other ones you got to pay to be on there, and then when you sell something, they take a commission. So I pay okay. 199 a month, and that is it. Sure. My girlfriend. The, did you guys hear that? The I, I gave her the Mandalorian sound. That's awesome. Yeah, but she's well, sitting she, here going, "What's a Mandalorian?" I it's a Star Trek thing, and Star Wars. Uh, it's a Star Wars thing. Yeah, well, she gave me the Darth Vader one. And the I'm people, like, well, no, on. the the uh, the known guy of the people that you like to get arrested by. What? Oh, uh, sorry. So we do a Comic Con, and uh, yeah, we do. So every and the Nick goes to Comic Con. You can donate to a charity, and it's you know anything that you donate. It's usually make a five five dollar minimum kind of a thing, and then they give you a a badge, and um storm. Nope. Nope. Mandalorians. No. What's the other things called? Stormtroopers. No. What are the guys that come chase you? It's the Mandalorian is the ones the chasing. Mercs. Mercs. Bounty Mercs. hunters. Yeah. Bounty hunters. Mandalorian Mercs. Oh, okay. But anyway, these bounty hunters come and find you throughout the entire comic-con and you know so you just hide and seek inside of a fun building right and so i my daughter absolutely loves it she's seven and so we did it three times in one day last year right because we just figure out how long we can try to hide <laughs> and uh right. and so you know when they capture you you go behind these 
beams and, and take a photo that like you got captured and we just turn around and pay our five bucks and go back out right again nice. so um i i don't know anything about star wars i'm not i'm not any part of the nerd aspect of things like these guys some of us made dresses tuscan raiders right um anyway, well, i was um, a shirt about the veto acid right? there's a weird thing uh so there's i went to an estate sale the other day and they had a bunch of doctor who star yeah. trek and stargate stuff and I've noticed this going throughout my life. Like you're either Star Wars or, or Star Trek. Star Trek. Oh yes. Or maybe start a little bit of Star Trek, but some people lean more to Doctor Who, Stargate, yep. Babylon Five. Yeah. It's very interesting. This guy in his house had nothing Star Wars related, but all this other stuff. And I've I've always been Star Trek, but I'm cool with Star Wars. I'm I'm okay with it, but it's not really my thing. Star it Trek. That's kind of, and I would Super agree. Star. I think it is very like that and i think the star trek people do fall into things like doctor who and stuff like that i think your star wars people fall more into like your indiana jones type stuff just because lucas did all that right mm-hmm. so before we get a million times sidetracked um one of the we had another guest on who we met on a cruise but his challenge to me cruise. and yeah is and david is to watch one season or whatever the hell they call it of star trek how much how many episodes in by the end of the year i will get it in but um that being said so you you brought up a thing that i'm going to give you free advice okay so you said you went to an estate sale so anybody listening anybody that understands this um i buy more houses from estate sales than anybody in michigan probably because my mom loves to go to them and every time calls me and every time I say, what are they doing with the house? Right. Right. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I'll ask. Hey, what are they doing with the house? Great. My son will be right over. And I, I try to figure out who the owner is. I put it under contract. I, Great. They, and they, and if you're good with the estate people, like, so now you know who listed or whatever. Now you go buy a house, right? And you get the thing under contract. And now you're, because, right, somebody died. That's what an estate sale is. So The one in Wyoming that you bought six, yeah. seven months ago. Yeah. Was... They died. Nope. They're still living. They just moved. They called an estate. The, mo- the wife died. The husband didn't. Right. So yep. one of them died. They were moving out. Yep. And they posted it in like Grand Rapids Informed or something. Yeah, something like that. And people are like, oh, what are you doing? And Nick swooped right in and he's like, if you're buying the house, I got cash. If you're selling it, yeah. And yeah, if you're selling. Yeah. And me and a couple other people are like, he's not kidding. Yeah. He has cash. So the guy, the guy hits me up. And he's like, and I'll just say the numbers on air, right? And he goes, will you do 110? Quickly, Google, do whatever. You know, I, I quickly ran as comps as quick as I could, right? And I was like, shit, yes. It's in my area. I already knew kind of things about it. I just wanted to know how big the house actually was. Um, so I just said, yes. I, I'm, my, I'm, I'm laying in bed on my phone. My wife's taking a nap kind of a thing. So I'm charging my phone at this time. So I, dry, I, get, I get up leave my wife goes where are you going i'm going i'm going to go buy a fucking house she's like what <laughs> and uh so i drive over there 16 minutes from the time i posted to the time i'm there and uh let's just call him john i i'm looking around and i was like hey is john here and he's like yeah that's me i was like great i'm here to look at the house and he goes oh you were freaking lying and i was like yeah neither were the other people i said i'll actually do it i was like can i walk through real quick he goes yep go i walk through i mean just I try to squeeze myself through the mounds and mounds of stuff. And my dumb ass says, there was so much stuff. 
yeah, my my dumbass says, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it as is. When they were thinking about throwing stuff away, I was like, no, I'll just leave it. I'll take care of it. Uh, 190 yards of trash. Okay. Nothing valuable. Nothing valuable was left. No. I mean, right. They had a stasis. So like everything would have been but like, it's just 190 yards. Okay. People don't understand how big that is. That is dumpster after dumpster after dumpster. After That's two football fields of trash, right? Like just filled. Like this was a hoarder house this, and then had two outbuildings. It was bad. But so I flipped it. Now it's a rental. Uh, but yeah, it was, it took me forever and to, to clean the whole thing out. And it was funny. I left the basement and I was like, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get <laughs> just, I didn't want to clean the last little bit of trash. My, my dumpster guy loves me. Cause he's like, Nick, anytime you need me, buddy, I got you. And I was like, come take a tour. And he's like, holy shit. He goes, you know, there's nothing here. And I was like, yeah, like we threw everything away, but wow. um, you know, and it's funny cause you know, everybody will tell you, oh, you got to donate stuff. And we do, we do donate as not as much as possible. I, I, w- I want to be clear. We donate as much as I feel comfortable donating without wasting time. Right. Um, if I call a church or something, cause this was actually filled with a bunch of religious stuff and all that. And so churches would have taken it, but like, yeah, I'll get there Thursday. Look, you either want it now or, you know, like today right. or tomorrow, but like, I'm not going to wait a week. So you can sit here and nitpick and go, I'll take this. I won't take that because that's what they do. And I don't mean to disrespect to them, but like, they just waste my time. And, and you just want it done quick. Yeah. yeah like, I, I stopped putting stuff for free on Facebook because it's a waste of time. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right. Places like, like that do like, they only have like one day a week. They send trucks out. Right. And, and I'm just, it's not worth me doing. Yeah. And so then, you know, I get crap from my own mom. Who's like, Oh, I would have taken all of it. And don't, mom, you couldn't, it's 190 fucking yards of trash, right? Like your garage, your house couldn't fill this. Like it is so much. And uh, so I got crap for that for quite a long time, but so I, sorry, we get sidetracked because, um, but I, I, I want to know more, I guess let's, let's hit back to the original episode in your business. What do you do and how do you do it with, with the rental business uh, for um, party rentals? Well, people, there's a party happening every weekend, basically, and uh, most people don't want people in their house, so they're getting a tent, tables and chairs. That's the that's the basic skeleton of an outdoor party, and I just buy the stuff, and I make my Facebook and my website and my Google, and I pay for the AdWords, and then people call. Um, so my business, I don't have to like blast myself out there. I don't have to pay for advertising on Facebook. I don't have to like pay for radio ads, TV ads, billboards, whatever. My business is entirely search based. And a lot of service businesses are like plumbers don't need to blast themselves out there. What we need to do though, is spend money on the marketing of Google AdWords so that when someone searches for you, you're there. Sure. And then when they call you, you want to make sure you pick up the phone. So a lot of service based businesses are just make sure you show up. So only pay money for that. The break room therapy thing though, like that's, that's different. That's not a service-based business. That is something more akin to a restaurant or bar or Mm -hmm. whatever. You need to kind of blast yourself out there. Let people know you exist. I don't need to let anyone know I exist because when they need me, they're going to do a search. I just got to make sure I'm at the top of that search. Well, that's, that's one of the things Don has always said. If you want to go out to eat, you type in restaurants near me. That's a hundred percent. But you don't necessarily know that there are places to go break shit near you. 
So you right. don't necessarily know to look for that. If I'm looking for, you know, chairs and tables because I'm having a big party, I'm looking up who can I rent chairs and tables from? Yep. And I might hop on Adam. But it's hard when you don't have a, a certain niche to go find what you're looking for. Yeah, like the break room ther therapy. I'm assuming you're paying for some Facebook ads to be be shown to people. Number one advertising is Facebook ads. Right. Do you do anything with the news? So news came out when we first opened and then when we changed locations. Okay. So we got a lot of great publicity from them. We tried radio ads one time, which dumb. I, I was against. Yeah. I, I want to put that out there right now. I was totally against. And our return on investment was god awful. Really? But way better than it would have been if she would have gotten a fucking billboard. Because mm. she was between radio ads and a billboard. It's funny because I have friends that have billboards and buying real estate. Mm -hmm. Great return on investment. Yeah. I so cannot I'm... imagine that a billboard would have done good for us. Hmm. It's, I guess I every business has like their news did it is because you get a visual and on a radio yeah. you do not get a visual of somebody taking a cricket bat to you know a TV or whatever right plus from Fox News at least you had the hot one on there oh yeah Sarah Grimmer she got married she's in Detroit now nice she she did she probably got us more customers than any other TV personality because she literally came in here and was just having so much fun. Good. Sorry, Adam, you were going to say? No, not I was I was just saying it's just interesting how like yeah, real estate you see billboards everywhere. Um rest, restaurants, I'm sure they're paying for Google marketing, but they're also you hear that radio ad like, "Oh, that's a new place, I'm going to go there." Yeah, um yeah. my thing is entirely search-based plumber contractors word of mouth and search base it's just interesting how different things work for different people yep mm -hmm. and uh say <laughs> so yeah, the that. restaurants and stuff that buy billboard they're all like the chains unless they're just yeah. a really successful smaller thing oh um so yeah now subscribers right so what are your subscribers do for you what do they mean to you right and in, in your youtube channel and in your tiktok like, and how many do you have yeah and honestly how many do you have because so we want to know your number damn it i got close to ninety thousand on tiktok um and then youtube the tank guy one that's always going to be a niche that's very tiny uh that's close to nine thousand. and then i have a youtube associate with the tiktok same name real world side hustles yep. i wasn't really doing anything i was just kind of posting my vertical videos on there and I did some interviews with bounce house people and Airbnb people back a year ago that just recently got monetized. So I'm like, okay, I can see this channel becoming way larger than the tank channel. Cause it's so broad. Sure. So actually right before I got on with you guys, I was editing a video. I edited it first for YouTube and then I changed the format to vertical to go on TikTok. Um, so I'm hoping that one grows, but my subscribers, most I'm, I'm the, the nearest, dearest are the temp people who've been with me since day one. So like, what if I, they're, they're great because they share, I've learned a lot of information from them and they've saved me money just as much as I've saved them money. And they've given me tips and stuff. But when I was making my course, I asked for testimonials from people who learned either for my YouTube or signed up with me 
with Patreon. And this one dude, he uh, he started his own YouTube channel documenting his journey in the party rental business. He made me like a five minute long video. It made me cry. Like the saying how much I've helped him and this and that. Um, and it, it's great to see these people's wins. Like there's a few people who like really, really won. Within one year, they took their business from zero to $600,000. These two different yeah. dudes on opposite sides of the country. And it's just like, that blows my mind that you did that. Yeah. Um, and they, they do give me some credit, but obviously it's their work ethic and all that. But I'm just there as support and being like, don't do that, do this. Or, you know, that's a whatever whatever they call it, ask me for. Yeah. Um, and how many people do you give your personal cell phone out to? Um, I hate doing business on my personal cell phone. I, I only give the personal cell phone out to um, Patreon people who pay the 50 bucks a month for that. Sure. Um, but everyone can find me on Facebook easily. And usually in a lot of my videos, I have my tent shirt. I got my tent hoodie on. I'm walking around my warehouse and there's a sign with my number on. People find me. Um, yeah. Recently, maybe two weeks ago, I had to tell my first person like, hey, I can't you've got lots of questions right now. I like, I'd love to talk to you, but I got Patreon for this. And I felt like so gross saying that, but it's like 10 o'clock at night and already done a lot. Like it's time, it's time to start paying me. Yeah. No. And getting to that point in my real estate stuff is, you know, and the guy listening is actually the first one to ever call me out on it. Cause he's like, look, you give away so much free advice. You constantly get the, you know, you, you gear towards the new people, you give them so much stuff and you never ask for anything. You need to start asking for stuff. And so, you know, I started changing a little bit and like, I walk into every meetup now and I'm like, all right, find the wholesale that's going to bring me a deal. And then I tell everybody, Hey, I'm looking for this. And then I go and give advice like candy. Right. And, you know, sure, beers go a long way with me. You'd be surprised, right? Like, I, I think the right. worst part about us is we are horrible business people. Because <laughs> if you buy us a drink, right, we're going to talk for three hours about shit that we should be charging for. Oh my gosh, right. and then some. But I um, like I like talking and and whatnot. I hate texting, so that's a little rough. Like when someone's asking questions over, and oh God, I yes. used to really hate the hit the hit the microphone thing and talking to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but now that's become a lot easier and I don't care if there's grammar or spelling things you and like, me both yeah like it's funny because David knows when I'm doing it because I got one the other day <laughs> I called his wife Don or his wife's Donna. Don and I, I called it Donna and like I was like hey you know like what Don has and it's I was like oh. I reread it like as we were on the phone and I was like ah, it says Donna you know and he's like I knew what you meant and I was like I, yeah I guess I'm, like I never right. reread it I don't care I say what I want. I send it out because I said it perfectly. You know what I said because I was sitting in the business. Yeah. I go, my wife and Nick both, they sit here and talk to their shit. And then it comes out weird. Yep. And they wonder why people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, well, but I, if you if you have any questions, fucking call me. That's right. right. <laughs> I even, I I want it to be punctuated right. So I'll say my sentence and I'll say period. And then my next sentence, say exclamation mark. And You're it puts one of it those there. guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like non-punctuated um, oh. right things if we ever talk we're just gonna talk on the phone Nick because does a run on. it's straight like there's nothing right. to it like well, you I, will... I have one friend who's runs the dishes in my business yeah. um he every sentence is a new text and i hate that and then i have a bunch of young employees who just do the run on and 
just mm-hmm. shorten words and whatever. I'm like, guys, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. <laughs> right? like, yeah. Um, what what uh have you found more beneficial? And I I I don't know if you can answer this, but TikTok or YouTube? Um, hold on, I gotta go yell at my Alexa. All right, you do that. Sorry, it's cool. I need a beer. A little sad. Cancel timer. At a point, I've been drinking out of the cup that I borrowed from a bar in Baltimore. Okay. Baltimore last. Sorry, she won't stop. That bar is now closed. I was really planning to return it next time I went to Baltimore. I can't return the, the, the glass anymore. Right. Nick, what about get? that? She won't stop doing her alarm until you tell her to. That means nope. my cat needs his pill shortly. Yep. Oh, just saying we, we won't hold you for much more than at least three hours. Um, <laughs> but um so what's more what's been more beneficial, TikTok or YouTube? They're yeah. different. So like TikTok is just a bunch of savages on there. Um they there's so many negative comments, but um all day every day yeah i think more people from tiktok have signed up for my course than from my youtube sure so everyone on youtube there's always nice comments and questions Mm -hmm. tiktok it's just disbelief and you're lying basically Um, and nothing pisses me off more than tiktok because i'll see a clip of a movie that i'm like oh this looks great and everybody's like, what movie? And no, like, it takes you so fucking long to figure out a movie because everybody's like, oh, it's Top Gun. And, you know, it's it, it based off, let's say they show the a scene from The Notebook and I'm not saying, but, oh, it's Top Gun. Oh, it's Cat in the Head. Oh, it's, and it's just, nobody gives a fucking straight answer. And I'm like, God, I just want to watch what movie it is, right? It's a like, story, even though it's not a cartoon. Right, even Toy Story. The you, Green Mile. You know what I like on TikTok? What's that? Cats or dudes getting punched in balls. Right, <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, those two and i'm a happy guy are you making more money on tiktok or youtube uh i make more money on youtube like the actual like platform ad stuff okay um i'd say tiktok generates more leads for other things i'd say sure um they, they both have their advantages tiktok i'd say like from a personal perspective is more for entertainment mm-hmm. than learning cool things i've learned a few things from people like econ side hustle guy who talks about amazon fba and there's another guy i like to follow who rents out our you know converted bands i seen you were looking at those yeah so cheap son of a bitch three cheap what do you mean yeah uh oh here i'm I'm at the uh, rv show and i you know i'm not gonna spend a hundred thousand dollars on a brand new one i can no i'm just to say I, it doesn't want i want the hundred thousand dollar like you sound like me and i was like dude this is why adam and i can get along like I'm going to fly out or drive out sometime and we're going to meet in person because we're going to be really good friends. And uh, you just don't know it yet. Right. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> at, least, say. at least this one, I believe more than the uh, beer trivia guy. No, the, oh my God, that beer trivia guy. I want to hang out with him too. Just cause like I, I need, no, you want to hang out with him. Cause he's going to do cocaine constantly. In fact, dude, like the, just a weekend away of like, and I've never touched so, a drug. But hang on. I, I have, Adam, you don't understand this because we we literally it's in one episode we refuse to publish. So this guy made a beer trivia game. And we're like, all right, well, that's up our alley. Let's talk to him. And he was hammered by the time he got on the episode. And then he was drinking whiskey from the bottle. 
and he said a bunch of anti-Semitic stuff and oh, okay. racist stuff. I mean, he basically, it, it just kind of the way he looked, you could tell beyond the cocaine and stuff he was on, he was probably on steroids. Oh, absolutely. But he, and, wanted, and to he, meet, he wanted to meet a, a nice woman to get married and have kids. And I'm like, dude, it turned into a dating show. Because he would probably kill them in a roid rage. Well, and he kept going, you guys need to come here and we'll do cocaine together. And we're like, okay. Yeah. And no. Hey, let's, you know, why don't you give us one of your trivia questions? Nope, we're going to do it this way. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I'm going to do a trivia question now. And I was like, all right, dude, like, this is all you, bud. Like, we're here for you. We're it was here. easily the worst Bucks and Brews episode ever. We did not publish it because it was so bad. But I had such a blast with the guy. Like, just one of my favorites. Um, so it, no, it's a board game that he made? Nope. It was okay. like a, flash, a card game. A flash card game. Yeah. Kind of okay. thing. And it sounded really good. Yeah, like a trivia pursuit kind he of. He was going to send us ten copies, and he never sent anything. Yeah. Does and he have? Like the fact that that one beer story. I don't from think like he has TikTok. Does he? Twitter. Michael Twitter. Okay, I've seen something similar to it, but I think it was more board game based. Yeah. So there's somebody apparently made a wine one, but it was it was bad. Um. So your you, Amazon affiliate. Yeah. I, I want to hear about this because I saw a video the other day. Yeah. Nick saw it too. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if someone has a YouTube channel, more so than TikTok, because TikTok's hard to put links in. Uh, if you have a YouTube channel, you should be an Amazon affiliate and just put links to relevant things. People are putting links to whatever. I I just stick to this is what I'm using. You want to use it, whatever. And then here's like books for more information. But I get to see what other people buy when they follow my link. Yeah. Uh, so they may buy my, the thing that I'm linking, or they may not. But if they buy other stuff during that transaction, I get a little commission on that. It's very, oh, very small. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. that makes sense of how you got the, what you're about to tell us. Yeah. So every once in a while, I go on and look, uh, and I'm, you know, sometimes I see things for women. I'm like, okay, that was just bought within this whole transaction. Um, but there was a, a sex bondage kit bought uh, for twenty five bucks. This entire bondage kit, like lots of pieces, like you know. These pieces are quite expensive on their own, so I'm assuming it's not a good one. But like you know, someone's tying people down to the bed and gagging them and stuff. It's always interesting. I in the past I've seen sex toys and stuff bought too. Yeah, and I can. Book. You cannot see who buys it. Like taped to a string or something as a gag, right? But you can't see who buys it. it doesn't give you any. Yeah. So I don't know who did it. Um, and have no idea where it came from because i have amazon links all over the place right um and because we 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 want to know all right what would you tell your younger self right like what information would you give younger you because we know you're old as shit now i mean you have as much hair as i do right i mean we're 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 both grandpas he's got way (laughs) less gray than i do yeah oh i use um uh, something you put shampoo it's like a shit Something shampoo. you put shampoo in? No, it's some shampoo that reduces your grays over time. Really? Yeah, I forget what it's called. Right. Um, and I was just using straight up dye on it, but like that gets quite expensive. Um, so, anyways, what would I tell my younger self? I would actually tell my younger self to get into real estate sooner. Um, buy buy stuff real quick. Sure. That, that's it. Um and this would have been before Airbnb existed. So it would have just been rentals, I guess. Sure. Um, but yeah, get into, get into no. buying that kind of stuff way no, that's, sooner. 
That's dumb. Um, Because that's what you do. That's the dumbest advice. Um, You know, everybody, like, it's funny because, right, you you seem to enjoy my rental stuff and all that. But, like, I look and go, God, I'd I'd much rather be in the tent game, right? I don't have to sit here and deal with a tenant. But, like, you, you and I can go back and forth on horror stories of tenants versus you know, customers that are yeah. just a pain in the ass, right? Well, so here's like, I'm telling myself back then thinking now, so I, I don't want tenant rentals. Um, so I guess I would have told myself, get in a commercial real estate, which would have either been a venue or a row of warehouse, you know, units kind of thing. Sure. Um, or Airbnb, you know. Yep that I, I I don't like tenant rentals and I don't think I'm ever going to get into that. So my real estate advice to my younger self would be every, everything real estate related except for. Buy the damn building. That's what I tell everybody all the time. I mean, I tell David and Don, I mean, ask him, he gets, a, I can't, we can't, we can't just go buy a fucking building. Yes, you can just go find a fucking building. Like quit being, can't make money if you're a pussy, right? Like it's pretty right. simple because you need to own it. Like that's the whole thing. Like, and, and I mean, I say it all the time and I'm like, I'm like, go dude, go f- fine. You can't buy it. Go find a fucking building that you could rent and then tell me who the landlord is. I'll go buy the building <laughs> because <laughs> like, that's what I want to do. Right. Like plain and simple. So is, the building here is owned by NAI. Yeah. I'll go buy it. it. I'll find them. I don't give a shit, but you, you'll, you'll, you all grow this space. Like, um, I hope you all grow this if space. If they bought the rest of the building, they could expand to the rest of the space yeah the whole building would be nice um now all right so what would you what would you tell a young kid who's 19 years old who should be listening right now i know his dad is um i would how would you tell him to start this damn game would you tell him to buy the e-course because i'll let you say buy the e-course for the first time ever in your life and you won't want to say it but you should you should say it yeah can i say it yeah buy the e-course (laughs) <laughs> say um buy, buy adam's e-course buy the e-course yeah uh, it's gonna skip you a whole bunch of unnecessary mistakes basically and teach you everything you need to know like um what will they talk almost like a half what, million why why is it why is it worth besides free. the savings i mean do you like your business is the business a good business to get into um right like is this a business that a young person should get into yeah, that's young people should be doing it. I'm getting old. <laughs> it's getting tired. Um, so sell, yeah. sell your business, right? And, um, and, no, there's there's the why why sell it? There's no reason it can. Once I have it fully set up to run itself, then it's just going to collect me money for as long yeah. as I own it. I I will um, say another thing that you had said, and I'll quote your TikToks was, you said you know, and it, well, it's a cost savings thing. You're like, look, I I can have my guys pulling stakes and setting stakes and it takes four hours or I can buy a tool or, you know, at four, four hours and my guys are exhausted and we have to take a break. We, you know, you included yourself you said, or I can buy this damn tool and we're done in 30 minutes and my guys can go do a second job during the same day. And I was like, that's great. Right. Like that's great advice because you know, it wasn't about the money aspect. It was about the wear and tear on a human body. Right. Like, yeah. So- well, that translates into money. Cause like after you, after you put in 60 stakes and you got to take a half hour break, that's time and money. And that's either, you know, they're being less productive and that's also translating into you're getting less done in the day. So you, you're not scheduling as much during the day. You're not buying more for the next year because you know what your capacity is. But if you spend $4,500 on a jackhammer, um, it should pay itself off in the first year. I know that sounds like a lot when you have like $4,500 on a jackhammer, yeah, but it's what? saving you a lot. 
in the in the e-course do you tell do you break it so like what if i wanted to start a rental business one one tent because all right you talked me into a tent now that i don't want one um and tables and chairs but i mean what what's the minimum cost to get into this business and granted i could just do ice tables i guess because those are what 100 bucks because you you actually i wanted an ice table you talked me out of the one i was going to get because you're like don't get the cheap one get the fucking good one and i was like damn it yeah, there's there's ones on Amazon. I bought them and they would they were horrible. Um uh the minimum cost nowadays is a little different because it post COVID, but prices are coming back down. So minimum cost would be about three and two thousand and three thousand dollars to get one tent and the stuff that goes under it. Okay. And so if you're looking at three thousand dollars total and you rent all that. That should some be be somewhere between three hundred and four hundred if it's a tent and everything under it. You're looking at less than ten rentals to get your money back. Um, and you and a nineteen year old anyone could do this by themselves. It's just a lot of more walking back and forth because unfolding stuff. And the funny thing is, is actually there's two nineteen year olds, right? They're 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 in this specific case because I'm giving him the show. I'm giving it because Jeremiah buys me more beers. Well, actually, I think Bruce has beat him, but Jeremiah buys me more stuff than Why anybody. Why is he buying me beers? Because he doesn't like you. Oh, um, maybe. But um, right, so two nineteen-year-olds they they want to do a business together. They're best friends. They're brothers, right? Like plain and simple. So should should two of them should two of them do this and start it up? And do you think that two guy two young kids could could make this business profitable? Yeah, anyone, literally anyone can. As the only people that I've seen fail at it are the people who buy all the stuff and then do nothing. Sure. Like, as long as you put in a little bit of work and it's just ends up being word of mouth stuff, you'll at least make your money back and then some. You won't fail and be back ten steps. As long as you put in a little bit of work, yeah. And um, so we're just talking about real estate. So like a nineteen-year-old is going to look at real estate as an asset. We're hearing everywhere on TikTok and YouTube buy assets. Usually they're talking about real estate, but like, how's a 19 year old going to come up with $40,000, right? Or whatever the down payment is. His but, dad's fucking rich. Let's be oh, honest. Okay. <laughs> but for himself, How many people though, know, do we know like that? Too many. But for himself, I mean, though. Or, maybe, we know. But like a bunch of people around the country, they don't have rich dad or whatever, but maybe they got $1,000 or even less if they wanted to start a lot slower. Tables, chairs, tents, and stuff, they're still considered assets that you own and you're renting out just like a house except you're more involved week to week but you're, you just got assets that are making you money and so, the, the really smart people are going to those two 19 year olds might hire like their younger brothers and then their friends or whatever and then just be like all right we're just sticking in the office and you guys are making us all our money those are the really smart people who then can build it and they don't really need to be involved um and you know, now in your course, because because I'm walking you through your life because I have to, because you won't just tell us how your course works. But all right, so I, I buy a tent, I buy tables and chairs. Now, when do I buy glassware? When do I buy the stove? When do I when do I yeah. do this to offer it? So most people are going to, I'm sorry that I, I'm not trying to be difficult. No, you're not. I'm, you're, you're, you're not being difficult in any way. I just have a vision in my head to make yeah. you give me all your information so I don't buy your e-course for oh, $389. Hey, well, even so, though you will. Oh, of course so I've been I've been doing 30 podcasts for the past, you know, few weeks. Um, and at the end of it, they want you to promote. And I always say my YouTube first and I say, 
if you watch all 1500 videos on there, you will learn how to do a party rental business. It's not as detailed as the course and not as condensed. So you got to spend, you know, so I, I always tell everyone like YouTube's free, but if you want to be direct, go to the course. So that's horrible salesmanship. But anyways, most people are going to start with the tent tables and chairs. That's anyone who's not in the inner city. So we're talking about most of the country. Uh, tent table and chairs and then you're just going to pay attention even if you don't have stuff on your website people are going to call you like do you have this do you have that and then you're just going to pay attention like wow everyone i got a lot of caterers calling me for catering equipment that's where i'm going to go or i have a lot of brides calling me for dinnerware that's where i'm going to go or you know just all over the place um sure but you just you just keep building up the basics because once you have your tent tables and chairs then people are going to want more of them of the same size. People are going to want bigger and bigger and bigger until you get to weddings. And then if you really want to, you can just keep getting bigger and bigger and start doing corporate things and city things and, you know, tournaments and, you know, those kind of big stuff. But uh, the basic is tent table and chair and paying attention to where you are getting the most requests and where you want to go. Um, And all right. So I, for, I don't think we asked this on the last episode, how much stuff are you personally making? Um, right, so I guess the example you kind of gave was like, um, ask or listen to what people are asking for. So like we would say, hey, like life size, life life size Jenga for fun or the Connect Four. Like how much? And and when I go to rental places, because every time I, I, my wife hates it when I go to a rental place. I just had to uh, get a. Um. Oh my gosh, a sh it's a shingle ladder or whatever, but it's a it's a ladder that will bring the shingles up to the top of the roof. Yeah. And so then I get there and I'm like, fuck, my birthday's not a, not far around the corner. Like, I want a dunk tank. So I'm like, wife, I want a dunk tank. Because like, that's one of my goals. I want a dunk tank on my birthday. And then I'm like, ooh, a snow cone machine. Because like, have you ever seen... Uh, Billy Madison? Billy Madison, yeah. I was, okay. was going to say Big Daddy. Billy Madison. Like, the parties he throws, like, yeah, I yeah. want that fucking party as a 30 something year old okay right Granted, i'm not gonna put rolexes in there but i'll probably throw something really badass in there for people because my 40th i'm telling you i'm renting stupid shit so so you're gonna throw a bucks and brews bottle opener fucking then some <laughs> right like well you you were at my 30th we had, dude my 30th was just awesome my wife threw a great party at my house we had a pinata because i'm sitting here blitzed off my ass and then we hit a, we hit a, an awesome pinata filled with shooters yeah, <laughs> like the kids get the candy. They're like, nope, don't touch the shooters. Don't it, like it. Just that's the that's. I want to have fun. I'm a fun person. I'm looking forward to your forty. <laughs> right, like, but so you know, um, I forgot where I was going. With how this. much the making stuff? Making stuff. Ma you're started yeah, with making much, stuff. How much stuff do you make? Um, so me personally, I don't have the skill or temperament to make stuff exact. Um, sure. So I do pay someone. So in, in my side, more so where I focus on weddings, there is some custom stuff like that you just can't buy. No manufacturers making it. So I had a guy make me bars with um different inserts, like the, the skeleton of the bar is the same. All the, you know, the trim of the bar is the same. Yep. But then you can pop out, put a silver one, black one, copper, whatever. So if someone wants two copper ones, I don't need to actually own two copper ones. I just own the, mm -hmm. the wooden frame. It's, you know, fruit wood stained. And then just pop in those things. Um, bounce house people, they can make a lot of money making their own things because they can make the Jenga. They can make human-sized ladder ball out of PVC pipes, which I, I bought one of those off of Bounce House Guy. It's like eight feet tall. 
How much did that cost? It cost? I bought it off him for 150. He sold it to me just a little bit under than what he made it for. It's really just giant PVC pipe. And then he paints the two of them red or red and blue. And then you get soft um, practice softballs. They, they look like yellow giant golf balls, basically. Yep. And I kept one of them just that color. And then the other one I spray paint red. And you constantly have to spray paint it because it chips off. Uh, so they, they're making giant Jenga, giant uh, ladder ball. Uh, people do make giant connect four because you can buy them on amazon but i don't think they're that giant they're i would call them medium right. jengas uh and a lot of other uh, cornhole things like that so a lot of the bounce house guys make their own stuff and miniature golf courses they make uh, for for rent yep the really high end like my friend his his company makes 10 million a year doing party rentals shut the his, fuck up yeah his dad Wait, 10 makes, million a year yeah you, you can get that big and bigger. And bigger. And bigger. He's in Rochester, New York, which isn't like a big city. Yeah, it's actually, we just had somebody on from that area. Yeah. How many, but, how many parties are there a weekend? There's I mean, you three, right? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, I mean, if you had enough tables and chairs to cover it, yeah, you could send four, five, six out a weekend. Ten. Yeah. So I had no idea, like. I guess I, I'm I'm naive. I didn't realize a company could get to ten million dollars a year doing rentals because I know Jeremiah's calling me out and like how excited I just got about ten million bucks a year. Yeah, I mean, so he's doing um a lot of big big tents and big events, big weddings. People who have because Rochester is near the Great Lakes too, so yep. there's some of those neighborhoods. Um, so like he's telling me some weddings are like one hundred fifty thousand dollars just for his stuff. Yeah, and then that's not any of the other people's stuff. And then he's he's also got a double decker tent, which he will. You, when you have a double decker tent, you're not just renting that in your city. You're throwing mm-hmm. that on a flatbed, drive driving it out and flying your guys all over the country to go put that up. Sure, and, and PGA is like borrowing that. Yeah. yeah, but um, but he still does the normal size tents and this and that. It's like all together, but like a sure. lot of his jobs are just big jobs too. No. Um, he actually he landed covid he told me i should buy tents for um you know the covid medical tents at hospitals and stuff yep and i was like ah, i don't know that's a lot it would be like sixty thousand dollars to buy the tent and so he, he did he just bought he i think he spent like half a million dollars in tents within like 10 days got them all in and then within two months they were all paid off for by the state and i was like Jesus, oh my god i, sh- I should have done that I yep and I now he has think it was going to be a thing well, in in hindsight's twenty twenty, but say yeah. so was COVID. But no, um, I I think that's I mean so and again following you on TikTok, I again real world side hustles follow him on TikTok because if you're thinking about it, I'm gonna buy I, I like I know I'm gonna buy at my birthday party for my fortieth I'm gonna have a bounce house, and that's God only six years away. My kid, she'll be a teenager. She, she might think it's stupid. I don't really give a crap, but. Um, it's better than renting one to me, but I do know that I won't buy a white one because you were at in Florida or Las Vegas and you're like, Hey, don't buy anything white because they dirty. They do this. Like you want to buy the, the color. And I was like, man, this guy gives so much good advice for free on a constant yeah. basis. The white ones, everyone gets excited about them because they think, Hey, we're going to be able to expand our bounce house business into weddings. Yep. And they buy a white one. And then everyone I've talked to is like after two times, I just want to get rid of it. It's such a pain. Um, really the white one is only you're renting it 
indoor if you're renting it indoors for an indoor wedding and setting sure. it up in a space that's tall enough or whatever you never set it up i was outside because one two times that brand new white bounce houses can never be used again for a wedding right um and that's like it's just insane so and then um your buddy and I love how you promote other people. Like, granted, you haven't promoted Bucks and Brews, which I'm very disappointed in you. You guys got to send me a clip. You we don't have clips, this, right? We don't have clips. Yeah, we, we have this, yes. Yeah, you're recording. Um, you got to send me something. But I will say, like, your buddy, with how, how did he do with the comedy thing? You haven't done a, I didn't see the follow-up on it, on how many. Uh, he's doing good. Uh, he's getting, he's get, gaining his footing. He's uh, cutting his, you know, comedian's when they first start off they suck yeah of course and then they have to they have to trim no one really understands how important like words are in sentences when you're trying to be a comic like maybe this word should not be there maybe and it just changes the joke so much just so he's like dialing it in so that he can get like a 20 minute show sure um, his family hates that he does it he comes from a big italian family and they all hate it and give him such i'm his like number one supporter but mm -hmm. uh, yeah he's, he's doing good but did, with you sharing this thing, did he get a bunch of followers that day? Not as much as I, as I thought he would. Okay. I think, I think if we waited to make his videos, um, when he was more dialed in, uh, would have. But he's gained a lot of followers. Good. No. Um. And and I hate because like I need to focus on my business, but you really get me wanting to do this rental business, and you know I have my my garage that we don't use. It's full of my rental shit. And then I have my mom's garage and I'm sitting here going, I have so much space that I could utilize. And being an investor, I want to buy a, a warehouse or, you know, like I'll, I'll buy this building because then I'll have four overhead doors and stuff. And I'm like, right. I have no problem buying the storage space just like you did. Right. I mean, you bought, right. you bought your building. Um, the truck aspect bothers me. Um, now, do you, do you go into that? Do you talk about, Hey, like if you don't have a lift gate or whatever, yeah. you can just go to, you rent it or whatever, or sorry yeah I, I go over the different options where it's um in your garage um ideally when you're first starting out if you can you don't have that much stuff do a truck and trailer and just keep your trailer as your warehouse as well like storage uh if you're going to be running off of truck and trailers you're going to want to find buildings with just overhead doors uh but efficiency wise in the long run having loading actual loading docks with trucks with lift gates is I mean, it's more expensive up front, but it saves you a bunch of time in, in the long run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I go into all that and all the different storage options. Like I know a lady who ran it out of her house and just didn't have a dining room. She just had all her stuff in her dining room and she just hustled. Like you got to take stuff out your single, single wide door and stuff. Um, and then from there, you know, shed, a garage, storage units. I know a company who they, they're close to $10 million a year now too. And he started out of one storage unit in New Jersey then got the one next to it and the next to it and next to it. And by the time he had two whole rows, he's like, all right, I'm going to go buy a warehouse now. I'm just going to buy the storage facility. Right. <laughs> I mean, you no, might as well buying, at that point. He ended up buying a really, really massive warehouse um, that he was yeah. leasing out to a California manufacturer of tables and chairs. So they would send him just truckloads of stuff to New Jersey. So that when something needed to be shipped out, you know, on the East Coast, it was cheaper. Sure. No, I forget. Um, do I want the wooden tables or i want the plastic tables wooden are always better long run like my wood i have some wooden tables that are older than me from companies that are long gone and a little bit of sanding 
and they look brand new. But there's there's qualities to wooden. There's Chinese ones which have just a very thin laminate on it. Yep. Those those are just as worse as the plastic ones. Um, the the ones that are going to last you thirty years, forty years, they're more expensive made here in the U.S. in Pennsylvania. Um, plastic's not too bad when you're starting out, but I always suggest like you know three years in you should switch to wood because now you're three years in i think you're gonna i think you know you're gonna stay in this a while so let's switch to the things that are gonna return investment faster because the plastic ones are called lifetime they're lifetime in your house that's it Mm -hmm. they're not lifetime getting banged around you're using it for thanksgiving christmas and yeah easter right i mean you know you're not having family over every day three four times a year yeah um now let's say you wait wait I got a question real quick. Please. Yeah. All right. So you're talking to me about rentals, but I kind of focus on party rentals. Have you ever thought about equipment rental, like big trailers, bobcats, things like that? Because you strike me as a guy who doesn't have that much time with all your properties and stuff. Whereas if you had a warehouse with that kind of stuff, people just either come pick it up or you have someone on staff who, you know, goes, drops off the bobcat drops off the trailer, whatever. Never once thought about it because I don't want to deal with the maintenance of things. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. I'm, I'm lazy. I'm done working on shit. Right. Like when my, and granted I do f- still fix my wife's car. Cause I'm cheap. Right. Like I'll fix my wife's car. I'll fix my car. You know, I, I changed two alternators in three weeks. <laughs> so we were on um, a Bobcat to dig out that area for that extra. Oh yeah. That's cement. right. And almost slipped all the way over. Um, Say. I mean, I didn't. Right? Was that my brother? That was your former brother-in-law. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, I've, I've, I've never thought about that type of thing. I guess so there, there was a guy, like maybe one to two months of me being in on TikTok and starting to talk about my rental stuff because I was just kind of focusing on other things. I didn't want to mix my rental stuff in. But once I started talking about it, he saw a few videos and he's like hey i i own trailers enclosed open trailers i own bobcats i own this because he's got a construction company he's like there's a lot of downtime in these so he's like he just started renting them out i forget what he called it something easier like rent for you or something and that's like overtaking his construction business now him just renting out the equipment he already owned jeez yeah i I see so the only thing i thought about was trailers i guess because there's a guy i see on tiktok that has trailers that makes i think he's got five trailers now at his house and yeah yeah at his house and and he's like we built a fence and the neighbor's complaining and i was like that'd be my problem right i'd get some dump trailers and things like that or get some longer trailers and rent them out but uh, i want to do the you mentioned it earlier the the you know 40 yard 30 yard 20 yard robots it's really it's it's an inexpensive thing but the problem is is the manpower yeah, so, so I met right. a guy down at a convention. Just he seemed to have a lot of things. So I'm like, "Tell me all your things you're doing." And it's only his only second year, and he crossed a million dollars doing it. But he said he was set up prime to do it. Someone had to tell him the idea. His house is four minutes from the dump. His house has fifty acres. Um, oh, so like, he, that's where he's storing his dump trailers or his roll-offs. So they go dump it, and a four-minute drive could bring it back. And so it like made sense for him. Yeah. And it scaled and real quick. That that's what I because the person I worked for, instead of partnering with me, he partnered with somebody else for this dump trailer thing. Um, and then it was like, hey, we well, we can't keep him here at this business. So then they had to go rent storage space. 
And then like the person that had driving the truck, he's like, well, my wife's got to go here. My wife's got to go there. I can't work today. I can't work. And you already have, you know, seven pickups and drop offs lined up in the day. And now you have, now you're jumping in the truck to go do this because your employee called in. So the employee, and, and if you hire two employees, then one sitting around and one, you know, it, it, it just, the getting up kind of sucks, right? Like the startup is just where it's at. So yeah um, but if you if you can get through it then you'll you'll be successful and the guys that started it they were just too busy in their normal lives where they weren't willing to work in their own company they just wanted it to be hands-off and thought it was going to be a free and clear investment they ended up selling to a construction company um who does a shit ton of roofs and stuff and he's like yeah we'd love to have this because it'll just save us money on all this so yeah. it was only like twenty thousand bucks to start up like including the eight grand truck um because right. they bought awesome. The guy I met, he immediately bought one hundred fifty thousand dollar trucks. Um, yeah, I mean, he leased brand them, new, but like, yeah, brand new, twenty six. You know, like, like the big trucks. Yep. And as I say, they they bought used one, and they were pissed because like they had a part that they were waiting on. And of course, COVID was here, and so then right, they had to wait forever to get the one part to help the dump. And yeah, just so you 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 learn those types of things. So, um, I wouldn't mind doing it, but I don't want to drive a truck every day because you know, right. Even my dump trailer guy is like, you know, he's like, look, you're you're in a truck and you're in a truck 14 hours a day if you want to make this successful. And I was like, yeah, I don't really like 14 hour days anymore. I'm right. trying to, I'm not above it, right? I'm just, I don't need it. Well, the whole point, hope, hopefully, is to get people people to do it for you. And hopefully from the get-go, get people to do it for you. But that, yep. I understand, is, is hard. Finding, yep. you know, people are the hard part. So, but one of the things you hit on, Adam, was is of partnerships. Who do you have partnerships with? What are you doing to help each other? So, I had an employee who was very good, um, very self sufficient, didn't have to say much. And the one company that was doing dishware just closed up shop. And so, there was one year without dishes. And I'm like, all right, I'm getting asked for it. So, let's do it. But I don't want to deal with it. So we started off 50-50. I put up all the money. Uh, he did all the work of cleaning the dishes and transporting them around. And then after time, uh, paying me back and whatever, uh, I went down to 30-70. So my dish company with dishes, glassware, flatware, some other things like, you know, put the food in and the sternos keep it hot, mm -hmm. chafing dishes. That's a completely separate company. Uh, people can call my normal company and get it. And then I kind of like rent it from that company and then they don't know the difference, sure. but then he also gets his own phone calls and I've given him some of my old tents and stuff. Uh, so there's that partnership. Cause I didn't just didn't want to deal with dishes and I didn't want to find people who were going to sit in a kitchen all day long. Well, we call it a kitchen. It's just sinks in a dishwasher uh, and clean dishes. I just didn't want to find those people. So there was that. And then with everything else, I got my friend who's my office manager and he was in a band, he's in a band with someone who's been around us for years. And we just kind of were like, hey, let's do this, let's do that. So we bought our Airbnb place, we bought the venue. Uh, and then that works because I'm kind of like the money business guy. Elliot, my office manager for the party company is kind of like the person contact guy. And Rich, the drummer is, he comes from construction. So he's the fix it guy, take care of stuff guy. It seems like it's working out for you. So, um, anything else that you, you want to tell us that we haven't asked you about your new stuff, 
since we've had you on. Um, I know we've entertained you this whole time because I see the smile on your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I got a course. I wrote a book. Got YouTube channels. That's about it. Yeah, I got a course. I got a book. No, this guy has an e-course. Go, go do it. Where can we find your e-course? It's a startedpartyrentalcompany.com. Okay. Oh, I started a blog two days ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> talk to us about your blog. <laughs> um, it's it's to it's to build on the TikTok real world side hustles mm-hmm. and the book and the YouTube real world side hustles. So when you go type in Google like side hustle ideas, you get fifty that are all junk. I don't know if you guys ever done that. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's a lot of just like online stuff. Or hey, take surveys or this. Oh, oh it's just so stupid. Same thing with why I started the TikTok. So the blog basically is the same as TikTok in written form, but some of the things like won't work on tick won't work video wise. Um, so there's, there's, I only got four posts up there right now, but um, yeah, just real world, real world side hustles.com. So hopefully once that gets big enough, there's a, actually a place that people can go and see a, 150 200 different ideas that are actually real that someone can actually do and will make decent money because surveys well, online do not make decent money i tried so twitch I, would I like you, you to show you, the book you've again sold at least Adam. one book while you've been on this podcast that's the book yes you've sold at least one book while you've been on this oh podcast. did i yes oh thanks well um so and you're going to sell two more, just they have to be autographed yeah, by you. And- that, that was my question. So I know where I can buy the book, but Adam, where can people get the book? It's on Amazon. Just type in 101 Real World Side Hustles. It comes right up. That's, and Adam's going to work on the uh, autograph copies. If you, See, put I, in, I mean, if you type in 101, if you get the real, it's like the top thing on there. Yeah. And um, I mean, are you guys affiliates? Do you, do no. you guys have an Amazon affiliate? We're late, Not yet, so. no. Okay, well, if you ever do, you put it in the show notes, and then you make money on, on things that you know people are promoting. Yeah, we're we're gonna get use. there someday. I guess I'll have to start that. Yeah, I, well, I, you hey, say I use... we. By we, I mean David's gonna get there, and David's gonna do all this, and David David's like, got this. I mean, you guys got nice mics, like so. In the show notes, you would put these are the mics we use. And you're, you're oh not, yeah, these are do that. These are great mics. I I remember buying these and picking out which ones we wanted and, and and looking at everything yeah like i totally put all the time and effort into this and, and the camera and the headphones and all that shit jesus right. um, um i couldn't find a good webcam and because i was doing these 30 podcasts i wanted a good one and i was on one dude's podcast and his video was so good i'm like what are you using and he's just using his iphone there was just this app you would buy called mm-hmm. camo and it's turned my iphone into a into my camera and it looks great i mean you got light and it's nice yeah this this all stupid shit behind me no i'm saying like it looks like you have a it looks like you have a light i guess coming from your iphone going to i have i have two lights but like i uh kind of went cheap with them i'm gonna buy bigger more i don't know i don't know this stuff diffusers and things. we don't either yeah yeah no it's so and then all right so your book your e-course where can i find your e-course again start a party rental company.com a party rental company.com um and then i get your your and where can i find your patreon the tank guy the tank guy okay yeah um and i'm gonna blow your phone up at one o'clock in the morning because that's who i am as an asshole 
I'm um, usually I have a bad habit of staying up way too late, so I'm up at one. I damn it, like four o'clock in the morning, bro. Like yeah, yeah. you and I are both just blitzed out of our mind. Well, your four your four o'clock is my three, so I'm still up. No, we're we're no, the same, we're same time, time zone. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah. you're all okay. Eastern. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's <laughs> say two o'clock. Our bars close. Okay. So three o'clock. We're in bed. The other side of the <laughs> lake for us is is central. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Chicago, yeah, yeah. Half of half of Indiana, which is really weird how they work their life. Because Indiana's stupid. Yeah. Um, no, it's a and and I'm hoping that we can have you on again. Um, we know that I'm you're, always up to something. We and we'll we'll do another retake of everything you're doing in life because you're always hustling, man. It's crazy. Um, out of all our guests, top five, easy, guaranteed. Maybe top three, except for the cocaine guy. I, he was not a great guy. One of my favorite guys. And I'm like, don't you don't want it was, it was a great guy for Nick because Nick's like that guy can party, right? As my right. mom says, you don't want to hang out with that guy, but yes, he's fun for the day, right? Um, I don't want to hang Alexa out with that guy. And uh, Alexa, cancel timer. <laughs> um, I might have spot yet. I uh. <laughs> it's funny because jeremiah really is uh, he, i use him for my uh accountability partner yeah and he just told us like don't come back until they until they have an amazon affiliate um i'll be working on that this week when i'm supposed to be working <laughs> there you go yeah amazon affiliate doesn't make much but it's we made a dollar fifty in this whole entire three-year process so. yeah right. and i think the 50 was on tiktok yeah um, <laughs> was on? i don't even remember what but no, I I appreciate you being on. I really we learned a lot. You you have a lot to give. I'm going to learn a lot more cuz you know, I am scared to buy your e-course only because I don't want another business. That's the only reason. But you kind of do. I don't though. But you kind of do. I mean, yeah, but my wife will kill me. Just buy me. buy it and share it. Share the login with um those 19-year-olds. Well, his dad will do it and I'll just borrow theirs i mean that's well, what yeah. jeremiah just came back and said what a great guest thank you so much adam so <laughs> that's always a great great feedback there yeah. well thanks um, jeremiah yeah um no i say i'll uh i'll be hitting you up because i i want to come out and see you i don't know when i can't promise you this summer i can't promise you anything but we're gonna we're gonna hang out and drink at least a beer or two and People think I joke about this, but like a 12 hour drive for me is nothing just to go have a beer with somebody I enjoy. So life is too short not to go enjoy things. And we've got some interesting beers around here. Yeah. We're always down for interesting Still. beers. Um, I'm, I'm, Talk about them. All right. Mobcraft, uh, 8694, the hazy IPA, white grape. Um, yeah, it's a, it was, it was hazy. The, <laughs> it was hazy. I say the uh, the IPA actually it was great to have a good traditional IPA, and I had a vanilla wafer porter. Was that as good as the that? Best. Was great. I, I enjoyed the end of my night. Um, my uh, pastryarchy, the Irish cream dessert stout, was fucking phenomenal. Um, Atwater's vanilla Java porter and CEO stout from Right Brain are fantastic as always. Mike, how was yours? The, you know, hazelnut variation of bjp was very very good and the uh pomegranate 
lime ginger cider was very very good as well so i was happy with both and, and we, we know adam it. loved his just his i wine. didn't get i, I, didn't, I tried taking wine. another sip i couldn't do it jamaican <laughs> ginger wine but nah. that just does not sound right grand no. travers barrel proof whiskey a rye barrel proof whiskey yeah, was that's a, what jeremiah was drinking yeah good for him nice. um so as always guys like subscribe share tell your friends tell your family we appreciate you being here adam dude i i love these interviews it gets me hyped every time now i have to try to figure out how i'm not going to start this damn business and explain to my wife that i have to go drop three grand on a tent and some chairs and tables and shit say right. you're, just say you're pre-prepping for your birthday party there you go well, there you're you just go. gonna run it for the next oh, that's six four years, years away yeah so Adam, hang out with us for a bit. We will uh, not be live next week because I'm going to be on a boat. Okay. Uh, so we'll be live at least once the following week, or maybe twice. We're we're working on things. Um, as I said, Adam, hang out. We'll uh, talk to everybody on Twitch very soon, and all of you on our podcast. Uh, I mean, episodes will upload next week. So you know. There we go. You've dialed in to Box and Brews. You might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews.